streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you really need to know. I am one of your hosts, Anna Rumor. And I'm Jameson Brown. And I'm Victoria McGottamy. Victoria, you're back again. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. (laughs) I feel like we all hesitated to say our names there for a second. (laughs) We're like, oh, me next, me. I <laughs> I jump in right away. I'll talk about myself unprompted. Hey, we're not going to stop you from that, Anna. You do you, boo. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and that's why we have you on the show. Not only are you super supportive, but you also have all the tea on The Bachelor, which, uh, as we watched this week, it continues to be an absolute disaster and a portrait of indecision. I need a bottle of wine uh, for So this. we've got... <laughs> do we have this in studio? <laughs> I... I've already been drinking. Yes. No, that's not true. Drinking Way coffee. To go, I was going to say, it's probably like, what, 9 a.m.? Whoa. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, it's Friday. No judgment. Exactly. Exactly. We've got big news out of the Real Housewives of New York City, which is the only thing keeping me alive right now. <laughs> Amanda Bynes is engaged, which has a lot of stuff around it, as you might imagine. And Vanderpump Rules is finally canceling Jackson Brittany? Maybe not. I don't know. There's a lot of drama. We'll get into that later. Let's kick off with The Bachelor. It's hometown dates this week. And Peter, how dare you? <laughs> I can't even with him. I'm like, almost, like, I'm almost ready for the season to be done. If I'm being completely honest. I have been ready for this season to be done forever. Yeah. This season has seemed very short, and yet it's been 100%. Victoria's on my last nerve. Oh. I really loved her, like, oh in week two or three. I can't remember which one. Uh, they all blend together at this point. But I was such a fan of mm. her, and now I'm just over it. <laughs> well, fans got to see this week. If you're in with the spoiler culture as I'm so obsessed yes, with. We've known since the beginning of the season that Victoria F. is allegedly a big old homewrecker. She's broken up several marriages, allegedly. These wives have come forward. They've talked to Reality Steve. And Peter was finally confronted about that by a friend who her face was blurred out. But if you look at Reality Steve, we all know yeah. who she is. Um, who told him about basically what's happened. And confronted with this issue as well as her just sobbing and being really weirdly hostile anytime he tries to be normal to her for the last I don't know how, why is this He's, like a producer thing like why is she still here <laughs> oh I have absolutely I well this is an ungenerous thought but I think he wants to make it through the fantasy suites with her because if I went and stalked her last night on Instagram and she did pose a very sexy photo I was like she's not a bad looking chick I'm not gonna lie she's got a great body oh she's she's stunning but she's also seemingly insane <laughs> maybe he's um, like into that the, though who, wait who so who specifically the the person who came up face blurred like was that? That was Peter's ex girlfriend. Ex girlfriend, like, and that was in Virginia Beach, and mm-hmm. obviously that didn't just like happen out of nowhere. Nowhere that was a like the producers brought her in so, and yes, did that. Okay, she, she essentially they dated what back in 2012, Anna. They dated for like six months, like not that long. Okay, and then all of a sudden she and Victoria become friends through mutual friends, 
And she was kind of like she said in an interview, she was like, it's not like I really wanted to be friends with Victoria, but we just had mutual friends and like it was just kind of there, gotcha. you know. And then so she just mm-hmm. like randomly like shows. Up. I mean, this literally had to have been a producer thing. Like there's no way that she would just conveniently. Yeah, because she just there. like the way it's like, filmed, hey, she just turns the corner and is <laughs> like, oh, hello. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah. And she popped up. again. So actually script. reality Steve went into this because he talked to oh. her first and um Basically what happened, he talked to her. He talked to a bunch of the women who were involved with the scandal. He reported on this early on. And after this had already been reported, producers approached the Mm. woman who was then asked to be on camera. She said, sure, but they didn't say, you have to say something. They they said, basically, do whatever you want. So – it was staged, but she wasn't scripted. Oh, you know producers is, every single season are like, where are you exes at? Come on. Mm. Come to the forefront. Let's start some juicy, juicy rumors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this whole thing, yes, I don't know. Absolutely. Okay, so who do you think – we kind of talked about this during – I forget which podcast it was, but we kind of like gave our estimate. Like we are kind of like guesstimating like who is he going to pick. And at this point, I really don't even know. I don't think he picks anything. Well, go ahead, Anna. I can see the conspiracy theory coming. I've I've got, my wife and I have talked about how this is going to go down, but go ahead. I have, this is not even really a conspiracy theory at this point. This is just a guess. I think that Peter is going to choose Madison. She's the only person who he he seems genuinely interested in. I think the drama is going to come because her parents couldn't be less interested in them being together and I think that her religious convictions and her uh, virginity are going to be a big issue coming up. So I think that the drama at the end of a season could be them clashing over that, him being like, ah, I can't do that, and then going back and, and doing it maybe at a later date. So I think that that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be significantly less interesting than what we think yeah, it's going to be. I feel like th- that's going to be the choice. There's going to be some kind of like split there because of everything you just said. And then possibly, since we don't really know, like what could happen is is him going back to her in like real time a possibility? Because remember, like you, I that's was how, that's that. what I was thinking. Because yeah. you said earlier that Reality Steve said there's it, no, it, there's no it, this can't be spoiled, and so but probably because no one there's no ending yet, so we don't know what's going to happen. So maybe that's kind of what producers are banking on is yeah. he go Peter goes back to Madison in real time once the show's over and we kind of take it from there and it's kind of a question mark in terms of the drama that will that will unfold because there will definitely be some I'm sure. And there's another chapter that too because Madison was spotted with a production team either early this week or late. Last oh really? Week. So, I feel like that's a pretty yes. massive detail. Okay. Interesting. Yes. So but I mean they film stuff all the time with these women. True. So Yeah. But like months are they after they something? stop shooting the season. But they're also choosing the next Bachelorette soon. Yes. Is she? Oh. So yeah, that was my first thought when you stuff. said that. I'm like, is she the Bachelorette? Well, see, now I have a new set of questions. Hannah Brown ah. is going to come back. Let me tell you all. <laughs> Peter and Hannah Brown are going to be together. So Hannah Brown is definitely not going to be the next Bachelorette. She did just add six dates to her Dancing with the Stars tour, mm. and that's right when production would start with The Bachelorette. So we at least know that she's not coming back for a second round Which, of The Bachelorette. Which, by the ways, I just saw Dancing with the Stars live with my mom because she's a huge fan of it, and Hannah Brown's face was all over that poster, and I was real excited to see The Bachelorette, <laughs> but she wasn't there. I was so sad. 
She was only on one date at first, which is why I was like, maybe she will be the Bachelorette because like I, she honest, won and she's only on if one that girl date. Came but back to be the Bachelorette. I feel like you're beating a dead horse at that point. Like, girl, like she's already done so much since then. I feel like she would almost be just like backpedaling if she became the back Bachelorette again. Like, too much. Jose, Jose is somewhere mad at us right now. Very mad. <laughs> yeah. Very mad at us. So, Jose, if you're listening, Jose. we're sorry. We know you're mad at us. Forgive us. <laughs> Did he want her to be oh, the Bachelorette again? He loves Big her. Hannah. He loves her. I yeah. mean, I love her too, but, that- but not the Bachelorette again. I don't. I'm very sick of her. I'm very exposed to her. I'm sure she's a nice person, but she's been on my screen for like a year and a half at this point. That is true. And uh, a lot of people are burnt out. And but she's got the journey and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But. This franchise is the the king and queen of being a dead horse. Oh so my God. it wasn't totally off the table until until those days, which totally this sealed it. This has been for a me. very exhausting season. It's been a very exhausting season, and there's actually more Bachelor than we expected on the way. Just this week, uh, Bachelor creator announced that there will be Bachelor Summer Games kicking off right alongside the Summer Olympics, which is around July twenty fourth. Yeah. It's going to be like Bachelor Winter Games, which was back with the Winter Olympics. No, duh. (laughs) But uh, they said that maybe it's going to be Bachelor Nation people who aren't just singles like Winter Games. We might get people like JoJo Fletcher. uh, Who were the other people that they threw out? Maybe Rachel Lindsay. Winter Games was bad, objectively. I hated it. It was horrible. It was on like five times a week. They're literally just finding a way to keep the Bachelor franchise going all year round. That's it. That's all there is. Yes, and there's going to be the the one that's like song based, which you know, Jed, you came on a season too early. Uh, but it's going to be musicians. I forget what that's going to be singing because I don't care and games. I won't be watching. God, it's it's. There's going to be Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor Summer Games, Bachelor This New Song one. That's four Bachelor songs in one year. I am tired and i imagine chris harrison will be very tired chris too. harrison is making a living right now just for saying three words on air let's be honest he's got the life at the moment and well oh i feel gosh. like he should become a certified counselor i say this every single time i'm like he should be a certified counselor at this point like he has done so many therapy sessions <laughs> with these bachelor bachelorette people like he's just he's just there Whatever, give me my certified counselor. I can stand in there <laughs> and tell people, to listen to your heart. What do you really think? Oh, I don't know. Like, he doesn't give really good advice. There's no advice happening. Like, That's what else does sense. he do? He just comes out to announce the final rose. And it, well, he goes to the bank is what he does and catches he goes, his Yeah, check. he gets to travel so, the world. Yes. Yeah. He sits at his hotel yes. bar drinking a beer while I don't all the him. drama's going down. They're like, all right, we need you to be on set at 5 p.m. He was like, I'm there. And he's back at it an hour later. Done. He- here, I'll explain this incredibly simple concept for about five minutes because for some reason we need to do that every rose yeah. ceremony and we're yeah. out. Bless you, Chris Harrison. We do have to move on because I can't do this any longer. We are moving on to New York City away from Bachelor Mansion where season 12 of The Real Housewives of New York City is coming back April 2nd. They just released the new trailer last week. I could not be more excited. This is my favorite Housewives franchise yes. of all time. These ladies bring it Every single season. I was thinking about it. I was like, I wonder if it's my favorite Housewives season or my favorite Housewives uh, franchise because actually none of them are married. None of them are Housewives. They're just very interesting New York ladies. Yeah. I was about to ask uh, you, what, why yeah. why them and not the other ones? They're hilarious. They're super funny. They put it all out there. 
a lot of the other women are very produced and they come up with a lot of storylines. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, the storylines of New York City are like Luann got arrested for being way too drunk and is now in rehab, but like still probably drinking. <laughs> but she's got her life. Sonia's together. falling off of stuff drunk. They're all hammered all the time. It's hilarious. Tinsley is weeping. They're just like, they're just comedy. They are comedy. So what? Uh, and this. What season, can we expect mm-hmm. this season? What's in the trailer? So Bethany Frankel is gone this season. She exited after season oh. eleven, and we were all kind of worried about that because she's been the heart of the show forever. But they are replacing her with Leah McSweeney, who seems like a lot of fun. The trailer. Mm. She looks pretty drunk. She's described <sighs> as being a classy girl. While also being juxtaposed with like taking shots and falling over and making no out with way. people. I love that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This is why New York City's the best. They all do that all the time. I mean I love that these women it's, it's too are like Sonya- middle aged and they're also just having fun like college kids. It's weird. We all don't die when we turn. That is 30. true. And that's what I love about it. It proves that you don't you ain't nothing but a number. Oh, a hundred percent. if I could party like Sonia now, you know, I think I'm probably about half her age. I would, I would be shocked. (laughs) I can't do any of that. Uh, But the the big plot season this season appears to be Luann's probation is over. So she's drinking again. Woohoo. Oh yeah. Drunk Luann's my favorite. Sober Luann is very sanctimonious. Um, then there's Dorinda who looks like she's going to have a tough season, which is difficult for me because I love her with all of my heart and have been described as the Dorinda of my friend group. Is she, um, wait, is, <laughs> is Dorinda still dating that guy who, who? Okay. Yes. The dry, the dry cleaning, cleaning guy. King. Yeah. Okay. A dry cleaning man. Yes. He seems very shady. Yeah. Well, she likes to get her underwear dry cleaned. She revealed last season. So that's part of why they're still together. All right. Sounds like a win in life to me. It's legit. <laughs> it's legit. And then Tinsley is, there were rumors back during production that she was going to be leaving the show for Chicago for her fiance. But it appears that her just threatening to leave New York for Chicago is going to be a big part of the ah. season. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. There's the, just the trailer is funnier than 90% of the stuff, the full episodes that I get from all the rest of these franchises. I just love this entire franchise, Real Housewives. And like what you said, a lot of them are not actually housewives. They're just like big names and we love watching them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I it started off very much as dream real as like realization for people who wanted to see the big houses and the fancy yeah. clothes. But that's not why I'm there. I'm there because I like watching people <laughs> get drunk and argue yeah there's the darkness <laughs> bring it out and uh <laughs> yes it's the crux of reality tv when people aren't drinking it's not that good yeah any of liquor it up sorry yeah new york from the jump has always i've been in full agreement with you on this has always been the best one um and like since day one they are always just i mean it like aggressively slamming alcohol for and it's just kind of the their rap you know Oh, yeah. And it's just a lot more fun because if you look at just the culture shifts between cities, like Real Housewives of Orange County drives me absolutely <laughs> insane because you don't love those women. They no, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely not. They, they, they act like they're better than everyone. 
but then they're just as messy as everyone but then they're like weirdly conservative and i don't i don't get it um new york city is straight out if they have a problem with you they're gonna tell you which is good tv as opposed to just skirting around it all season and these women are really friends so they do fight but they actually make up and you actually feel like there's some stakes in it Whereas Real Housewives of like Orange County and Atlanta, I'm like, you guys don't hang out outside. And I can tell that. And so I don't care if you ever make it. Yeah. They just keep the drama going just for the TV. Exactly. So that's going to be back April 2nd. Wait, quick question about another Housewives. I'm tossing this in there. What about uh, uh, Salt Lake City? Is there any updates there? I just thought of it. No updates that I've seen. Um, It's still in production, it looks like. I. There's a list of who it is, and I've read the list several times. I'm so curious about this it's one. Not been, well, it's not been confirmed yet who's on it. There have been a bunch of rumored lists, and I've read the names, but they don't mean anything to me yet because yeah. I haven't seen it, so I can't, I can't remember them off the I top of I wish they head. would do a Real Housewives but, of, like, like, just a podunk town in the <laughs> U.S. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would make for great TV. I would... As a Pittsburgher, I think Real Housewives of Pittsburgh would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. It would just be a bunch of ladies in high hair watching the Stillers game. Yeah. So, we need like a Real Housewives. If anyone needs any production, like I, I will help <laughs> Anna's like, sign me up. Sign me up. I'll be one. I don't care. <laughs> oh my God. Well, apparently you don't have to be a housewife, so there you go. Perfect. <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got Amanda Bynes engagement news, which is a little dark, and then Vanderpump drama, which is really dark. So get excited. Exclusively on Paramount Plus, get ready to explore like never before. Swiper knows swiping. Oh, man. Swing into action. We need your help. With a girl who put adventure on the map. I don't think I can do it, Dora. I'll protect you, Boots. Together, we've got this. Todos juntos! Dora, the brand new series. Stream with your family now, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. All right, guys, we are back. We have some big engagement news for Amanda Bynes, who I love so, so, so much. She announced she was engaged right after Valentine's Day to a guy named Paul Michael. Mm. He doesn't appear to be famous in any way, shape, or form. They've been apparently dating for about a year, maybe met in rehab, maybe met in AA, depending on who you believe the reports of. And he got her a big old ring. Oh. Yeah, it was a gigantic ring. Oh. Which was the announcement photo. So, Does this man come it from was. money? Or does he do something super successful? I, I, do we know what he does? Uh, the, reports I've seen, the reports I've seen is that he comes mm. from ah, money. Gotcha. Okay. You know, I, I, I love Amanda Bynes. Like, I will always stand by that girl. She, I grew up watching her, as I'm sure you did, Anna. Um, but, oh, yeah. like, I, it's, it has made me so sad like, the last couple of years, just seeing where she's at in life. So, like, after I heard about the engagement, I was like, you know, I don't know. It just gets me really excited and happy for Amanda again. Like, I hope that she can come out of all of this and feel better and, and move forward and kind of put all of this the last few years kind of behind her. 
I agree. She said in a video on Instagram the other night, but she's been sober for more than mm -hmm. a year at this point. So that's great. The dark part of this is she technically can't get married without permission from a court and her family as per her conservatorship. Yeah. So. Do we know what her parents are thinking about this? Have they spoken yet? They apparently haven't met him. So I can't imagine. Right. <laughs> well, that doesn't help. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. So fun, fun news kind of but then you look at but maybe this will be a nice that have been made recently and maybe her parents will support her and maybe this guy will be just everything we hoped and dreamed of i love that i'm including all of us as fans in this <laughs> and maybe it'll just be happy-go-lucky from here on out yeah <laughs> and i was like yeah <laughs> yeah there's like a lot of pause on the other end of this so spill it what are you thinking I mean, it's just she's had a really tough yeah. go of it. I'm not gonna lie, and and her behavior in some of the Instagram videos that she's been posting has been. I'm not speculating about you know her sobriety or anything like that. I'm 100 percent behind her, <laughs> um, but she's had a really tough go of it. The Instagram videos still seem a little erratic. Yeah. Uh, the conservatorship is never good. If you look at Britney Spears and her conservatorship and the hashtag free Britney thing that always adds a really complicated layer to it. So there's just a lot, there's a lot standing in her way. And that's part of, you know, being a child star and getting super famous, super fast and, and the tragic side of celebrity. But uh, I am super rooting for her. The guy seems nice enough in the 25 seconds yeah. I've seen of him on Instagram. <laughs> Nobody really knows anything about him. I don't, I hope that she can, I don't know. I'm rooting for her. Me too. She's one of the funniest comedians of I our generation, know. I think. If you look at the stuff she was doing when she was like nine, it's funnier than, I'm sorry, Pete Davidson, anything he's oh, ever done in his yeah, entire life. I'm sorry, uh, oh. side note, I don't think he's funny at all. No, yeah. that's. And, I, no. and, I, and this <laughs> is not. separate like from anything in his personal life or anything like that. I'm not going there at all. Uh, I'm just saying like his actual comedy. I just don't, I've never yeah, I don't think really funny. found it funny. Um, no, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I get yeah, it. No, yeah, no, I was going to say, I get it. It's just, it's, I get it, and then I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, honestly, like, no shade, no shade, Pete Davidson, but whenever I had to think of an unfunny oh, comedian of our generation, oh, it was like, immediately no shade, no shade, popped into like my head. The ultimate shade. When I think of c comedians, you know, bad ones, <laughs> Pete Davidson comes up. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Like, uh, oh, God. He just posted like a Netflix. He's got a Netflix special coming up, and they posted a little clip from it. And if you looked in the responses from it, everyone was just like, Why? Uh, "Is this supposed to be a comedy special, or like, what's he doing?" I don't there? understand it, but you know, so. whatever. Get it while you can, I guess. Yes, best to him, best to Amanda, best to all of them. <laughs> Let's move on before I disparage another young performer. I'm not a comedian, so what do I know? I'm not as funny as those people. I'm sure. Um, moving on to Vanderpump Rules, this week's episode was infuriating, and let me tell you why. So we saw a couple months back, Jackson and Brittany, before they got married, they got called out for having this pastor who was like a really homophobic guy, said a bunch of homophobic and transphobic things online. He was officiating their wedding. Mm. Eventually, they let him go, and their wedding was officiated by Lance Bass. Random, but fun. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but so we got to watch this play out live on, well, not live. We got to watch it play out in general on this week's Vanderpump. 
And basically what we found out via Tom Sandoval and Ariana is that Jackson and Brittany had known that their pastor had said these things for months, had been tagged in comments about it, been called out by people on social media about it for months and didn't do anything until Lisa Vanderpump basically said, oh my gosh, I've just seen these things. How horrible. And then they changed it. So Sandoval and Ariana called him out on only firing him just to basically look good in public. And weirdly enough, everyone else in their group circled around Jackson Brittany being like, Sandoval and Ariana, you're bringing it up at the wrong time. Like, how dare you question their character? How dare you not question their character? That's clearly what they've done. Yeah. They say they haven't seen it, but they they had, clearly. And and this is right after the Pride episode where they're like, yeah, we're such good allies. No, you're not. I am, like, everyone in Vanderpump Rules is 100% Team Tom. They essentially got I called out. I cannot believe yeah, I, rightly. And, and Ariana's a bisexual yeah. woman, so this is a topic that's difficult for her to, you know, be in the same room as this homophobic guy. And uh, and Jackson and Brittany are just like, well, I don't know. Sorry, that's Brittany. <laughs> Sorry, Brittany. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I asked him if he was homophobic after I saw the one thing, and he said he wasn't, so, like, I believe him. It's like, okay, well. Did they have any special tie to this pastor? He's like a family friend. Oh, that's probably why they were just wanting. So is it for, so? Some someone from is it Kentucky? Am I getting that right? Where? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah. So she's she's from Kentucky. They got married in Kentucky. This guy is from Kentucky, and uh, it, it, it's just if you're gonna be that person and be okay with him saying that, then that's one set of beliefs but if you're gonna say that you're an ally you support lgbt people literally the episode before yeah and not do anything about it until you're physically called out and then freak out on the person who calls you out on it instead of saying you know what i hear that this is a correct criticism Mm -hmm. and i appreciate it and i'll change my behavior then you're not a good ally and you deserve to be called out you know Exactly, exactly. So there's been a lot of drama about that. Jax has been talking mad smack on Sandoval on Twitter afterwards, saying that, you know, Sandoval only brought it up to look good, too. And it's like, well, you didn't bring it up at all. Yeah. So I... Part of me questions shows like these, like, what what are produced, like, what is heavily produced and what is super real? Like, that is always my question watching reality shows. Like, I want to know what the producers are being like, because, like, they could have been like, all right, if you know this, like, hold out on it. We're going to let this play out in front of the cameras. And there's times where it's like, I know that things probably naturally play out in front of the cameras. I'm always just very curious. I'm pretty sure this one was legit just because, like, tossing around, like, Brit- Jackson and Brittany are homophobic mm-hmm. isn't a storyline that they would sign on for. Yeah. And because they have gotten to the point in their careers where they have such a, like, heavy hand in production, I don't think that they would be okay with that so looking at kind of how angry they actually got at them when it was filming i i believe that that was a real storyline and and the guys on and vanderpump it's good that they found vanderpump because they were all aspiring actors before and they all suck it's pretty easy to tell when they're having a produced moment it's it's so easy they're such bad actors (laughs) oh it's You know, what's so crazy, I actually spoke with um, Stassi Schroeder yesterday, and 
I asked her about like one of the questions that was kind of, it was off topic from what we were talking. We were talking about her wedding planning and, you know, all of that fun stuff. And I had asked her, I was like, did you ever expect your life to change so much, you know, after appearing on Vanderpump? And she was like, honestly, I had hoped that it would have changed. And this is not in quotations, so do not take this in quotations. Um, But she says something along the lines of, you know, I had hoped that it would change so that pretty much like new opportunities would present themselves for things that she wanted to do in life, which naturally, I think if any of us signed on to a TV show, like you would hope that like you could set a new platform for yourself. But she was like, honestly, she was like, all of us would still just be like starving actors and servers in L.A. if it weren't for this show. So, like, I'm so grateful for it. I know my cast members are like everyone else is. And I just I don't know. I find that very interesting. Like, that's so true. Like, I was once a server in L.A., you know, like that's what everyone does. And to be a server in L.A., you have to have a headshot. Like, you don't just go in and fill out an application. Like, you have a headshot, and you stand in lines. Yeah, I'd be, the, I'd be the worst L.A. server. To get jobs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's intense. So to think that these, these, you know, the cast members signed up just to serve, and then all of a sudden they get a TV show, like, whoa. I actually didn't know that when y'all brought that up, that they yeah. were all, that's where they were before, they like, the show and all of this stuff. Yeah, I had they no were all clue. just servers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how they all know each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now, I mean, if you go to like Sir or, you know, Tom Tom in LA, like you still have just regular servers that are not on the show. Like there are certain people that are in charge of like you can be on the show, you can't be on the show and, you know, I mean, but those group of people got really lucky. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we thank Sheena for sleeping with Eddie Cibrian because that's how the show started. That's how this happened. No lie. Really? It is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She slept with Eddie Cibrian and that's Brandy Glanville's ex. And Brandy Glanville was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with Lisa Vanderpump. Wow. Spinoff. So thank you, wow. Sheena. We appreciate yeah. you. That Sheena. We're here today sense. talking about Vanderpump Rules because you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's still delegated to... Inhaling her asthma inhaler in the valley. <laughs> God, we love you, Sheena. So sorry. Uh, so that's been a little fun trip down the Vanderpump path. Guys, do better if you're gonna promote yourself as an LGBT friendly yeah. show. Uh, try also try getting a gay person on the show. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, anyways, add some diversity. We're moving on to our. Oh, God, it's all just white straight people, and it's in WeHo. It's like, huh, what? Okay, yeah, of whatever. all places. Let's move on. <laughs> of all places. Yeah. Yeah, let's move on to our pop culture picks of the week, though. What do you guys, what it was it pulsing in your heart about pop culture this week? So That's a gross So this one's kind of intense, but uh, last night there was a, a viral video of a nine-year-old boy named Caden Bales uh, that came out, and it's an intense video. Um and it taps into kind of disabilities and disability awareness. And it was really sad, but it went massively viral, like big time. Um, And it was really, after that happened, uh, it was pretty awesome to see, you know, the, like 
you don't see this that much anymore when things like this happen with social media and then kind of the celebrity wave that follows. But like within 12 hours kind of coming into today, there's been this just massive outpouring of support mm -hmm. and like championing, championing them on and, and like, you know, like Hugh Jackman's weighed in and recorded videos. And it's just uh, with a topic like this so. and, and um, you know, seeing that actually happen and seeing that much support happen that quickly uh, was really touching. And it was really, really good to see that, you know, like, we always joke about the the darkness of the internet and things like that, but to see, you know, something that was dark, uh, you know, to start with, but turned out so positive with what's happening and coming from it, I thought was pretty awesome. Well, comedian Brad Williams oh, raised good. money for yeah. him to go to Disneyland. Yeah, and it was right. like a six-figure number. Like $30,000. Oh, th okay, $30,000. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, things like that that are happening, and it's only been a matter of not even a full day, so I thought that was... Uh, Definitely my pop culture pick of the week and, and worth mentioning. Yeah. So is it, essentially Aww. this kid had been bullied and then said he wanted to kill himself. And his mom was oh. recording the video. Yeah. She basically was recording oh. him in that moment. It, it's very, it's a very intense video. It's very raw. Yeah. Uh, and she's, rec she's kind of speaking over it um, while she's recording him in that moment. And it is very intense and very raw. Um, but, but showing that and getting that out there and then the support that that stemmed and kind of blossomed from that moment was, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, and to see, to see that wow. part of that positive part of it become viral now is, is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Well, good. <laughs> that something good came out yes. of it. I have not seen said video. That sounds horrifying. Um, but I'm glad there's good yes. coming out yes. of it. It is a very intense video. I shared it to my Facebook. I was like, Oh my God, this sweet little kid. Um, my pick of the yeah. week it, I'm right now obsessed with the whole Ben Affleck, Jennifer Garner situation right now. I love that Ben Affleck is like making a comeback. He's apologizing. He's talking about his sobriety. And I just think after the last several years seeing, I'm a huge fan of Ben Affleck. And so after seeing him for so many years, just kind of like plummet, it's really nice to see him come out, share his story. And then you see the support of his other celebrity friends that you had no idea were like either sober for so many years or who had their own struggles with drug addiction, alcoholism, all that stuff. Um, and I just think it's really sweet that he's like pretty much like telling his ex-wife, like you're the best human being in the world publicly. I really love, I forget what website it was. They did a slideshow of Ben Affleck smoking cigarettes and looking like he wanted to absolutely murder everyone. And it was amazing. Anna. <laughs> it was like Ben Affleck smoking and thinking about like the, the downward spiral of humanity. Yeah, so good. He, dude, he's like, he's been through some rough times the last couple of years. But now he wants to be a better dad, better human, better actor, better ex-husband, if that's even a thing. Uh Maybe we'll maybe we'll get some vaping pictures then if he quits smoking. <laughs> He'll enhance his life from cigarettes to vaping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so get us those Ben Affleck vaping pictures or yeah, pictures, video. I bet vaping. he'll smile more uh, in those photos. <laughs> this is not a pro vaping podcast. We want to make that. Very clear. Yes, uh, no pro vaping here at all. <laughs> 
Um, my pop culture pick of the week is like so. Yours are like real and serious. Mine's so silly. <laughs> uh, I started watching. I started watching Summer House on Sunday, and I finished it yesterday. I, I love that show. There's nothing I love more than watching people who are way too old to be getting that drunk get that drunk. It's great. It, it's like people who are a decade older than me who are you know blacking out and eating chips and they like, get so drunk, you know, aggressively drunk, and it's like. I mean, you know, I'm early 30s and that I can't, I couldn't do, I mean, an eighth of what they do anymore. It's, that's. No, I don't know. It's intense. Sometimes I think it's impressive, yeah. but then I'm like, that's not impressive. But yeah, wow. You like wonder. It, it, it's, in, it's impressive, but it is like. I I hope some of those drinks you're drinking are water because you started at eight in the morning and are just drinking tequila. Yeah. That's aggressive. It's amazing, but it's like real. It's got, you do. It's got very early Vanderpump energy where it's people who are just clearly willing to ruin their lives on camera to be (gasps) on TV. And I I love watching that. that. It's so good. (gasps) We do. Once you have high stakes, like in Vanderpump now, and have something to protect, you get significantly less boring. When you're willing to get blacked out and like cheat on your boyfriend on TV, that's some interesting stuff. That's well, and humanity. this week I was introduced to that show Love is Blind on Netflix. If you thought The Bachelor was bad, go give this. Go give this. I do. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, like, confirmed, yes. This, yes. I mean, like, this is ten times worse, but it's so addicting to watch. I can't stop watching it now. I have not watched it, but I will. I will yeah, eventually. I've, okay, so, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I was watching. I'm gonna Summer jump House. in uh, with Summer House is awesome, and uh, fully agree with with that pick. But also, I've kind of seen episode one of Love Is Blind, Anna. I think this uh, is a show you are probably gonna get behind. Yeah, like talk about oh, people ruining I'm their lives like, in front of the like camera. It's like up there with some serious ridiculousness of uh they basically have taken every ridiculous point of reality television as it relates to a dating show and boiled it down into one melting pot and then tossed nick uh lachey uh and his wife uh uh, in there as host and it's just it's interesting like there are people getting engaged 30 days and in in a matter of a week and they haven't seen each other they literally don't see each other and and then after they're oh. engaged, then they can see each other, and then they start like to live in the same house and go on vacations <laughs> together. But then they gotta get married. Well, oh. the the idea is to get married within that thirty day period. Now they can walk away, but there's people that are, I mean, obviously going to be getting married in thirty days. Here's my hot take: Who cares if you get engaged to a stranger? It doesn't technically mean anything, and. Those marriage shows where you get married to someone and you have like 30 days, they have so like ironclad prenups involved. Well, yeah, so but it's you just basically can't. It doesn't watch. matter. It's like The Bachelor. Oh, yeah, I want to watch it. it. Just watch it. I'm just saying, I'd do it. <laughs> I would totally get engaged to someone after a Love week. Is Why Blind not? season two <laughs> and a rumor, y'all. Please go on that show and give us all the fun scoops. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> well, uh, guys, while I prepare for my new role as Love on Love is Blind, don't forget to follow popculture.com. We've got all your up-to-date news. We're on Twitter. I'm at Anna Rumor. I'm at Jameson G. Brown. Hit me up on Instagram at VMagotomy. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get a podcast. We are there. Give us a five-star review, and we will read it on the air and Docs you. No, we oh. <laughs> we'll just read it on the air. <laughs>
<laughs> We're already doxing ourselves, so we don't need to dox you. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next time. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean and a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.